Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning, Alan, and thank you very much. Great to be with you, and looking forward to the new year and a new role in the organisation. And we're also joined by the chair of the IFA to outline his predictions for farming 2024, Gerald Manning. Good morning to you, Gerald. Good morning, Alan. Good morning to all your listeners and a very happy new year. First of all, Alice, let's, let's start with you. We, we caught up on the excitement on a telephone line, which is not the same thing as meeting you face-to-face in the studio, but we were delighted for you. And now, as you get a chance to digest what's going on, the importance of this prestigious role, from a Wexford perspective, uh, what, what's your view now, now, now that you've had a time to think about it? Uh, I suppose, Alan, the first thing I can say is when I spoke to you last, the wind was in my back, I was flying, you know, it was great to be elected and all the rest of it. This morning, as I sit here in front of you, the weight of responsibility is sitting on my shoulders now and uh, I think I'll be walking with the stoop for a while knowing that there's a lot of responsibility on my back. Uh, look at on my shoulders. The the year coming up uh, is going to hold a lot for us all, really, in every sector, but particularly in farming. And from my point of view of representing, you know, farmers now at national level for, as a vice, uh, as a deputy president, uh, I would be representing Wexford, of course, very much as well. And it's an honour to represent my own county. And I suppose County Wexford will benefit somewhat from that too, just as a, a county will benefit always from having a minister in their own area, in that they get the first-hand information coming straight from the top. Um, and since communication is an area that I really am very strong about in the organisation, I'm hoping that that will be one of the areas that I will work hard on in communicating to all our members uh, in every county, but particularly in Wexford uh, and to the public in general uh, as to what farming is all about what we deal with every single day um, how we're dealing with it and our hopes and our fears for the present and the future. I mean we're in an electoral year particularly when it comes to the local and European elections and even there's there, the word on the street is that we could be heading into a general election in autumn of this year not confirmed of course but that is the word on the street. For you to be elected as Deputy President of the IFA, Ger sent me some footage of it. Um, it was very much like the announcement after a candidate has gone forward for election. Mm-hmm. What was going through your mind there as you waited for the results to be called out? Yeah, look, at it. I often watch the, on television and I remember being in a count centre different times even for local elections and for national elections from, on a political level and the buzz and excitement. Actually, the buzz that day was equally as palpable uh, as it was those days for other people. Um, the national election of an IFA president or deputy president is as onerous and as strenuous as it is, uh, or more so, than any TD. We have to canvass the whole country from Mallon to Mizzen and from Galway to Dublin to get elected. Uh, we have to canvass all our members. No other person in the country has to do that to be elected except the, the president of Ireland. So, you know, you get that feeling that you've been around the country, you've spoken to people in every sec- in every sector of the community in farming, you've talked to them. And standing there watching those numbers going up on the board, you know, early on in the day it was touch, you know, touch and go up a little bit, down a bit, up a bit, a little bit. As the midday came along, I could see I was pulling ahead a little bit. And that was, you know, encouraging, a bit exciting, a bit nervous because you say, oh, well, you know, when certain boxes are open, I could lose again. Yeah. Uh, but as the, you know, we got to past midday, past maybe two o'clock in the day, the Wexford box hadn't been opened. And I knew the Wexford box was going to do me proud, you know. Yeah. And uh, when the Wexford Carla Kenny boxes came in, that proved that I was going to go along and do very well and I have to say thank all the members across the country for voting for me but particularly Carlo Wexford Kilkenny Wicklow Kildare they're my core counties and I have to say um, you know almost to a person they gave me their vote well, stay with me because uh, I want to get back and get what your, your priorities for 2024 in this new role are. But Gerald Manning, you've been listening there to Alice and of course there was a celebration here in Wexford when she came home after after a success. What was that like? Well, it was, uh, I suppose it was, um, it was always quite emotional really because 
Um, we've never had anyone in Wexford, you know, in the 68, 69 years of the IFA uh, at the top table. And <clears throat> there's been several attempts and people have always uh, spoke about how we fell short. So it was nice actually we'll go into a meeting and say, right, the, the new line is drawn. We are now successful. We have someone at the top table and enjoy it for what it is. And it's like, as she says herself, it's you you have to enjoy the moment because mm. it's a it's a four year term. It's a long old slog. Um, as we spoke about before, we walked into the building. These are the moments that you enjoy because there's life will always throw the the curveballs at you, and you've got to be try and be ready for them. So we we just take take these moments, enjoy them for for what they are, and we move on. Then and uh, the new year starts. We'll we'll end up. Obviously, you know, there'll be a lot of issues that will come to, to the fore. Right. And we will have to deal with them. So, as, as she says again, it will be very important for Wexford now that we have somebody, uh, she's in the deputy president role, that we have, we have a, a conduit um, to that position, which hmm. is great. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get back to you, Alice, now and find out what her priorities are. But just when we look back on the festive period uh, and we look back on 2023, Ger, then I want to get your views as well. But just for the moment, just look back on 2023. Farming in Wexford, we often talk about the 15,000 people who are affected by it, but there are possibly many multiples of of that. Uh, uh, Just talk about the the numbers when it comes to farming in Wexford, how important it is, please. Uh, Absolutely. Um, I suppose, first of all, just to deal with 2023, it was an unusual year in in a lot of ways, and n- none of them really for good. Um, we had obviously because of the pandemic, the cap reform got delayed by two years. Uh, it came in last year. The new environmental scheme, Acres, which was talked about in two thousand and eighteen, actually finally hit the ground. And it's the obviously our the the weather. Um, how could we even think of anything else? But the weather comes up first. You know, brought crops to their knees in, in the county. Mm-hmm. So, um, good during the AGMs in November around the county, it, it, it's amazing to find how farmers are so resilient um, to change and to adversity. And it's something that we really, really sometimes we you know we expect people to be really down in the dumps about it, but they weren't. Yeah. So I suppose in in terms of numbers. I mean, you know, Wexford is is we it is we it's our nail said is is um, exemplar Hibernia is is our motto, and that comes from farming mm. and 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 our our ability to farm and farm well, and I suppose coming into twenty four, with all of the challenges and the 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 hangover I suppose of the twenty twenty three. Uh, weather and everything else we just have to as they say stick your head up and stick your chest out and get on with it and that figure of 15,000 that I'm often quoted or I often quote and it was given to me also a few years ago now has that gone up or gone down or what's the story well, that's between people farming and people who, who uh, whose livelihoods depend on farming I, I would actually say it's a lot more would you? Um, I would yeah I mean in, in terms of farming there's 3,440 uh, the Chagish count of farms in Wexford and like even you put an average of three people per farm, that's yeah. There's your fifteen thousand. Okay. So you and then you add about, off uh, all the offshoots. You take all the cooperatives, all of the merchants, the, the all of the all of them that are within the Wexford area, from from Castletown or Kylanairn down to Feddert and and Ramsgrange and the south, are down to the goat. Look at the the the, the range of of people that are employed on farm, 
or directly in the next level, which is the cooperative level. And then you have uh, where all, all of those produce, all the meat factories, the marts. Mm. Like there's, um, and it was very well put here by George Lawler um, last year when somebody, somebody rang in to say that, well, why are farmers, why are farmers getting uh, bailed out because of the weather? And he put it very, very well when he said, what other, what other business, what other, um, there's nothing in Wexford that employs three and a half thousand people. Mm. Farming does so. If there's a if there was a factory in Wexford that needed five million to keep keep all those people and all the people that depend on them going, yeah. why wouldn't you give them? Of course, you give them the money. So farming is no different. It is the chief. I mean, from 2022, Chagish quoted a figure for the Inniscorthy region, which is a huge agricultural area of 1.2 1.92 billion was the was the figure generated in that region by agriculture. And that is that for Wexford? That's for the that's for Inniscorthy. One point nine two billion. Yes. Wow. So, like, you know, people often, you know, sit sit in their house or sit in a car and go, you know, geez, that you know that tractor's. I'm in sure the, there are people saying he's talking farming again, but I mean, we're looking at all aspects of Wexford life as we delve absolutely. into what we would hope for 2024, which yes. is something we always do in this program. But even you giving the stats out today would make people think. Well, it has to. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, when you drive any road in Wexford, <clears throat> you're looking at green fields, you're looking at tilled fields. This is what we do, and this is what we do very well. And there's no big, huge, um, you know, data centres. There's nothing in Wexford that's bringing in several thousand people every day to employment. Mm-hmm. Yet, quietly, all around County Wexford, every morning, um, by, da- by dusk, and people are getting dawn, I should say, people are getting out of their beds and milking cows and feeding cattle and sheep and everything else. And it's done quietly. And people don't see that work and that uh, the the money that's generated in this county by 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 right. the farming community. Right. So we can take it that fifteen thousand figure has gone up to twenty twenty five. I would 000. absolutely. I would. I would. I, I couldn't see it being anything else really. To be honest with you, Alice, your priorities for twenty twenty four. What are they as deputy um, president of the IFA? And of course, with an emphasis on Wexford. And we have to talk about your native Carlow as well because you're kind of being claimed by both counties, and rightly so. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, on, on the Carlow one, I suppose I've been living in Wexford longer than I'm in Carlow, but I'm still a Carlow woman at heart. Uh, my children find it hard to accept, but uh, I'm still there. I suppose you can take the woman out of the bog, but you can't take the bog out of the woman. Yeah. But anyway, going back to the priorities, look, at there are a lot of priorities for this year. I think if I was to take the one biggest priority, we have individual things that have to be dealt with. But the biggest priority, I think, for me personally, is that the narrative changes this year around farming, uh, that we look at it in a more positive point, point of view and that we give farmers some more positivity in thinking about what has to be done and we give them more support from a positive point of view that they have started to make all the changes particularly around you know economic changes and around climate change they're the two big things that people are dealing with let's look at the economic one first look farmers have to make a living the same as everybody else has to make a living and I'm hoping this year that the markets will be a bit better international markets will be a bit better it's looking a little bit brighter even already we're showing a little bit you know the milk trade has settled a little bit we're hoping the grain prices are not looking great but we're hoping maybe we will have a good spring we'll have a good harvest and that will help a little bit that way cattle prices are just holding sheep prices are holding that's a a reasonable start but we want it to get better during the year so we'll be working towards all of that but there are a lot of factors that influence that but coming to the big one I think is the whole area around climate change uh, and all of that 
and farmers have been working extremely hard for the last couple of years to meet the targets that have been set for them in the whole area of climate change and they have put their back into it and they've faced a huge amount of regulation a huge amount of demands to do it and they have been really trying very hard they've been adopting you know all the different uh, signs that's coming their way they're taking on new technology they're doing all of that but it hasn't been acknowledged and can I just use an analogy Alan and you be as a runner will understand this you know this whole area of dealing with climate change is a bit like a marathon the end goal is we want to get to the end you know and save save the world and save the you know the planet uh, but it's a, it's it can't be done overnight and all the countries in the world are the runners in that race and if you look at at the starting line you have all the countries sitting on the starting line the whistle has been blown for the starting of the race some countries are fast asleep still lying on that starting line and haven't even got off it. Some are jogging along and said, oh, well, we're making a little bit of progress. Some are going along at a steady pace. Ireland have been set off as sprinters. We've been told to run the marathon at a sprint race. And you know, as a, as a runner, that if, if to run a marathon, you will not win it if you start off as a sprint and you continue, if you continue to run a sprint. You will collapse after a period of time. So I think we are in the stage now, uh, you know, in, yeah. in adapting this climate change for farmers and for in other sectors as well, if you re- look into any of the other sectors and how they're, you know, reaching their targets, that we have started off in a sprint, but we now need to steady the ship a little bit. We need to... Steady the pace, get our wind back, get to the stage where we realise we're in that midsection now and we have to run that race. Because as we come towards the end, we'll have to have a little bit of energy to, to finish the race. And you know yourself again that this is where we need encouragement. When you get to that midpoint in the race, that's where you need people to encourage you and say, no, you're doing good, you've done really well, you've had a great start, you have worked hard, let's, let's keep going, let's keep going. And farmers need that encouragement this year and it, it has to be seen to the, to, to them, by them that yeah. they are getting that encouragement. And I think if we can give them that and steady the ship, lessen the regulation, we've got all of that now, mm. encourage them to keep going with what they're doing and realise that, you know, we're dealing with nature nature will will react to us what we do to it but it doesn't it's not like a light switch you can't turn it on and turn it off we are now doing what we've been asked to do we're working hard towards that we've turned on the switch but we have to wait for the current to move through the line and it's moving fast through the line mm. but I don't think we're being given the acknowledgement that that's okay. actually happening. So I'm hoping that that's the area we'll be working very hard on to try and give farmers um, that support this year and that all sectors will support each other in doing that. That it's not just farmers, that it will be, you know, the, the transport sector, it will be all the other sectors will support each other in saying we are working towards the goal, but to give that positive acknowledgement to farmers that they are doing their best and to steady the ship, not very little more, you know, pressure on to change any more than you're changing. Okay. All right, I have to wrap it up. Uh, lovely to have had the time to talk to both of you today. We're going to turn our attention now to the, another of our Oireachtas members in just a few moments' time. But, Ger, as we conclude our conversation with you, what is your main hope for 2024? Well, I suppose um, if if I if I could, you know, I'd ask the good Lord to, to turn off the tap for for a little while. Um, but I suppose, again, as I, as we said earlier, we, we have to take it on the chin because we, we're the ones... When people look out the window and see it raining, they say, well, I can't go do X, Y or Z. Unfortunately for farming, that's not the case. You still have to go out and and uh, tend, tend your crops and tend to your animals. But I suppose, again, I think Alice has put it right. We, we're kind of in a... 
this year is going to be we've we've we started off last year with a huge um, with cap with acres with um, the climate change um, all the goals have been set and we need we need to just now look at um, especially in Wexford dealing with our partners in, like in the in the DVO on TB with the Wexford County Council on environment um, with Chogish and and uh, just try and bring forward more training courses and more uh, information events for farmers to keep them up to date. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast.